Welcome to Nerds, Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. It's a podcast about comics, games, sci-fi, horror, pop culture, music, movies, and a few surprises. Boy, I got through it, and then you started slurping. But I'm good. What were you talking? We did it. We did it. Okay. I did it. Sort of. I defeated you. Yeah. Well, you know. Hey, I'm one of your hosts, DK. I'm Chris, your other host. Improve if you feel like it. Of course. How is everybody doing? Oh, not too bad. Hanging in there. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. It's gonna be a fun one. It's gonna be a fun one. It's gonna one. be fun when you're gonna carry me on your back. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Oh well. <laughs> I got broad shoulders. That's yes, right. I can take it. What uh what's been going on? Not much, really. Uh watched a few movies. Did you? You know. Uh which we weren't gonna get into. Yes. Rewatched a few. Went mm-hmm. back and watched uh some other stuff. But uh other than that, just kinda scoping out the uh landscape of what we do. What's Nerd going dumb. on? Yep. Well, right now, as we record, we are missing E3 festivities. Yes. So we won't be able to cover E3 this week. No. But in two weeks when we come back, we will definitely be talking about E3 oh, and yeah. over all the big announcements and everything. Oh, so yeah. That so. is coming. And that's I wanted to hold off on any game talk until then yep. for that simple reason. I, I'm only going to – I have to say the Evil Dead game looks great to me. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Those are the no. stuff I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, but, yeah, But uh, the Evil Dead game was the highlight of day one for me, and I'm – but we'll wrap the whole entire E3 up next episode. Oh right, we'll so, we'll we'll I mean, get we'll, deep. We'll get deep on we'll, E3 yeah, next, yeah, next time. Yeah, yeah. So, so no worries. No worries. I do want to do a little shout out. Okay. I, you know we are gonna we're we're uh, this is a little behind the scenes thing that we usually record on the day we release. Yes. Usually. Most podcasts don't do that. Most podcasts it's don't not, do that. It's probably not a good so idea. It, so but. it's semi live. So, like I said, you know, if you're on our Discord server, sometimes I don't even remember what the hell crap comes out of my mouth. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, uh, but uh, anyway, our uh, one of our regular guests, Dustin Thacker's anniversary is today. Oh, it is, so, isn't it? I yeah. knew that. I knew yeah. that. I talked to him so, yesterday. Shout out to them. Happy oh, anniversary. Oh, man. Congrats, you guys. Was it 12 years, I think? Hi, Jackie. <laughs> we love you. But uh, anyway, that's just a little yeah, little, little slide. Yeah. But uh, you said you watched some old movies. I watched some old movies. What'd you watch? I actually went on a like a uh, spaghetti western oh. binge. Did uh, a lot of High Plains Drifter, Good, the Bad, the Ugly. Oh. Um, did some John Wayne. Oh. But uh, the old classic McClintock. Love that movie. I want to watch some lasagna easterns. Yes. <laughs> That would be kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know what Some that Italian would be. guy in a samurai bun. <laughs> yes, smoking. It's, it's green di- yeah, smoking with a sword. Yes, that'd be pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I would like this. It's called John Wick movie. Yep. yep. Anyway, you, so okay, but those are all awesome. Yeah. What what prompted this? I just you know what I was flipping through the channels and uh, you know the the Turner movie classics came mm-hmm. on. And then I like, you know, and it was um, Hondo, hmm. which is an old John Wayne Western, yep. black and white. And I'm like, you know what? All right. Yeah, you know what, Pilgrim? Let's start, <laughs> let's start going the, the uh, streaming yeah. services. Yeah. And then like one of the first ones popped up was High Plains Drifter, which is an awesome yep. movie. Mm-hmm. And then I finished it with a newer, older one is uh, Clint Eastwood's uh, last Western, Unforgiven. Yes. Which is an awesome Come on. movie. Yeah, that's awesome one of my favorite movie. Westerns. So, But uh, yeah. got, uh, watched a couple old horror movies, Possessed. 
Yes. We we uh, Tim Dalton. Tim Timothy Dalton. We might be getting ready for a, another episode about things like that, so we yes. don't have to talk about it too much. No, no, no. But uh, I, I will re- say that I watched it too, and I forgot that. Um, oh my! What is her name? Um, the 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 old boy. I know her most from Twin Peaks and Carrie. The mom. Uh, oh God! What is yes. her name? Um, oh, I feel like such an idiot right now. What is her name? <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm sorry. What is I watched her name? it like in the middle of the week. Okay, all right. So I can't well, I you. you know her. Yes, I, yeah. she was a delight to see in a very cheesy way. Right. It was a Showtime movie, but it was on a on a subject that in a few episodes we're going to be yep fully hitting on, fully getting enveloped into, possessed by. You might possessed say possessed by. Maybe it's an obsession. What is her name? Piper Laurie. Yes. I didn't look it up. Let the <laughs> nope. record show that I did not uh, look I it will, up. That's golf clap. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I need a little distance. <laughs> but uh, no, and, and what have you been doing? We've been, um, some would say, um, scarring our child for life. We've been watching <laughs> horror films. <clears throat> She's eight. Right. Don't come at me, but we showed her The Conjuring 1. Okay. <laughs> it's You know what, though? It doesn't have any gore, really. Honestly, neither. The, it doesn't I have mean, really, really any swears. It it just has some, like, ooh, this thing pops out at you. Or the tense moments, right? So, uh, but she seemed to really enjoy it, actually. Honestly, the, the scare-wise, other than some of the visuals, is no more than an R.L. Stein movie. I mean, yeah, but but I would say Honestly, I, I would mean, say better constructed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. much better. No, I mean, but I mean, just the the scare itself, that mm-hmm. jump scare initially. Yep, it's the same thing that you know. So it's not, it's not one of those that it's that intensity. I think honestly, the way some of the scares were in like the movie The Invisible Man, that's are worse than probably are, are, so. are more intense. Yeah, visually more intense. realistically malicious yeah, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, other than there's an invisible person, right? Then, <laughs> but then if you make any of the Conjuring you, movies, if you I make mean, uh, the the uh, antagonist visible in that movie, yeah, it just it's a slasher, it's, John, yeah. <laughs> it's a stalker movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we showed her that, and she seemed to like it. The next night, though, we tried to watch Conjuring Two, right? And that one is a little bit more intense, that, yeah. And uh, even like ten minutes in, she was like, eh, "I don't really want to see this." And I was like, "Okay, that's fine. That yeah. is fine. Yeah. I'm not going to make you watch this." No. Uh, I forgot about the Amityville thing at the beginning, and she's like, "Oh, oh yeah, I don't know." And it like really, yeah, she didn't. Yeah, like that's that. yeah, that's so the beginning we, of that's kind of. We turned it off pretty quick, but so then <laughs> instead we watched Signs, <laughs> which what I think personally is one of his best movies. I've been up and down on that movie, and it's I think mainly because it seems like popular opinion. I didn't say his best movie. I said well, one, let me, one of his let best. Let me finish. Chris. Yeah, okay, okay. I've been a little up and down on that movie in particular okay. because of like popular opinion about. Oh, the plot hole with the water and all this stuff. But watching it this time, it all made a lot more sense. And some stuff is a little more subtle than I realized. Yeah. I didn't... I I don't know if I ever caught the fact that the aliens blend in. Oh, yeah. I don't think I ever caught really? that. It's so it's so quick. I mean, it's a it's a I mean, there, there's two second I shot. Say, you there's see, like two or three times you and see it's it, like a... I think you see it twice, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe three if you count the guy coming out of the bush who's kind of right. green looking, but you can't really tell, you know. No. But I didn't. I noticed it when the hand comes out of the coal chute, and right? It's like painted, painted up like that. Well, not painted, but it's camouflaged like the the bars of yeah. the coal chute. Yeah. And then again, when he the creature is holding the child hostage, and you see through his, their arm, right? And then you can see like Mel Gibson's face or whatever, right? I didn't. I don't think I ever put that together. So. If if their camouflage is their natural flesh camouflage, right, that would explain maybe why 
they don't have suits on to protect them from the water that hurts them. Right. It's stupid still because you'd think they would find something. Right. But, I mean, they can fly here on their spaceships and stuff, but, you know. And I never understood before why they left. Yeah. But there's like two lines of dialogue where they're like, oh, it was just a raid. They're, they're going to come back. Right. Th- for now, we're good. Yeah. It was just a raid. So that made me feel better about it. And what I appreciated more than anything was the writing. Oh, yeah. It's not perfect, but I, I actually thought it was really well. If if not, maybe too – it was like maybe overwritten. I think I think the whole like side storyline of you know Mel Gibson's – His wife. His wife. Yep. That whole, whole side thing. Yep. You know, I think that was really well placed. It makes in the story it. go. It, I think it was well placed in spots, mm-hmm. like you know, that going back a little further and further each time in the movie on the memories, giving you the pieces of, of it. that of that one. It must incident. have been terribly hard to figure that out. Oh, I know. Construct that. So, I, no, I think that movie is pretty great. That's a, the effects don't hold up. No, but. I mean they're they're figure the time. You know how yep. many years. 90, no, 2001 or something? Yeah. 2000 or 2001. It was right around 2000. Maybe 2002. It might yeah. have been 2002. So, I mean, just look how, you know, in almost 20 years, how far yeah. visual effects have... Yeah, the CG is pretty rough, especially right. at the end. They did make, they make the decision to make the creature fully CG. Yeah. And it doesn't doesn't work and, at all. No, it doesn't it's, completely hold up. And it's like the animation is the problem. It's not so if much If it's the, sitting still, then it's one thing. Then it's like, okay. Right, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. But the animation is what really gives it away, in my right. opinion. So, but anyway, I I would tell people to watch Signs if you haven't yeah. seen it or if you haven't seen it in a while. Right. But if you're not into it, like if you're not taking it seriously, it will be funny probably. Right. But that's any movie, right? So, I mean, how many horror movies can you look at and not if you're not really into the, you know, Right. You can go, oh my God, really? Yeah. You know, yeah, it's so dumb. That, Why are these yeah. people doing these things, making these decisions? <laughs> Suspend that disbelief a it's little like bit. It's like that Geico commercial with the horror, with the guy with the chainsaw. Oh, yeah, let's go over here. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> <How> <laughs> I many think we should split movies, up. Yeah, how many horror movies have you even done that and been like, are you kidding me? What, you know? Yep. It's like there's a running car right over there. Yeah, let's go. Let's go in the garage with all the chainsaws hanging yeah. up. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. I think that's everything I watched movie-wise. Well, actually... I've kind of been like halfway watching a ton of movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I I saw some of the Total Recall remake, oh, uh-huh. which didn't I didn't really get into that. It wasn't great. It's night and day from the Arnie one. Yeah, it's uh, apparently this is more, and I really and, and it, it's a mea copa on me. I have not read Total Recall. Oh right, so who cares? So if it's, you know, to but, us it's like if we haven't know, read it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's it's apparently more like the novel right. than and it is. And that's like fine, the but guess what? People love the movie, right? And the things I love about the movie are the ridiculous performances and the re- just look at it. It's real whole thing's ridiculous. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's still fun. It's got great gore effects. Well, and, and great, that's and great it, visuals. I don't think it took itself. As seriously, it doesn't. As the, but the, but the, as new, the one new one really one does. does. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. It doesn't take itself as nearly as seriously mm-hmm. as the the one with Colin. I feel like Arnold made a similar movie, The Sixth Day, and it was way too serious. I yeah. thought, and I just didn't. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. Right. I, I felt like it was cheesier. Right. Even though clearly, probably, <laughs> Total Recall is extremely cheesy. Oh, but yeah. I, I don't know. Oh yeah. I don't know. My opinion doesn't matter. Why am I talking? <laughs> I'll sit down. Well, apparently a few people like us talking. So. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe. They tolerate us. But that's that's about it. I, I watch some other stuff, but nothing <laughs> right. we're talking about. Yeah, nothing. Uh, I was pretty much the same way. I watched some of the 
Uh, I've been and the other thing I've been watching, starting to watch, is that Invincible. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I know we need to watch it and probably talk about it. So I'm like through like three episodes, four episodes. Oh, you know so. what? I did watch one more thing. Okay. Wait, wait, tell me about that first. I didn't mean to cut you okay, off. Okay, no, I mean it's 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 kind of a different um I mean Is it kinda of like the boys? Yes and no. It's kinda of like Justice League meets the the you know, there's in this other underlining story. It's not all It's not about the corporate evil. No, it's about the Yeah, no, it's it's more of like this these people come as an alien race a long time ago and are heroes and then, you know, they've had kids in some right. aspects and this kind of stuff and then Game you know, of Thrones of meets the boys. Kind kind meets Justice League. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right, right. So it's kinda yeah. That would probably be the best. Okay. And then like some events happen and things start things, things go start badly. It seems like I've seen yes. some screens from it yeah. that look pretty brutal, so Yeah. It, it's it's uh far more brutal than Mostly animated, you know, kind of genre yeah. that you've seen. So mm-hmm. that's cool. But I was going to say, I remembered one more thing I did watch. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The uh, Charles Bronson movie Murphy's Law. Oh yeah, have you seen I remember that? Murphy's I'm sure you Law. Have, yeah, it's been a while. But... It, 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 I liked it a lot, but it, it, okay. When you're in the '80s, you're going to get the homophobia and you're going to get the sexism bad, right? It's just going to happen. But this one goes. I, honestly, like, I, it's fine. Like, so, it's not fine, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, it, you just got to kind of go, You well, almost have to step, you know, and I think, I think a big problem is, is people don't step back and go, that was a different time. Yes. You know, they Look, try to judge things by now. Yes. Okay, no, exactly. you wouldn't get that made now, but exactly. don't, don't, you know, trash it. You know, it's just like anything. You have right. to, uh, like, I don't want to say appreciate it, but... You have to understand it. You have to understand understand it. That it's it's the time. I I think that's the. I'm not going to defend it, but that's just what it was. Okay. Yeah. And that's all it is. That's what it was. Right. Um, but even and I'm I can I can get with that. I can. Yeah. But even this, I was like, damn! Like he's shoving this woman and pulling her by the hair, and it's like it's just like, oh my god! But that's just what it is, you know. Right. So, but other than that. I had a really fun time watching that movie. Oh yeah. There's a line that made me laugh out loud so hard. Mm He's trying to get information from a guy who's running like a, it's like a hotel apartment building. I can't, right. It wasn't very clear, but he's like, what room is whoever in? And the guy's like, I can't tell you that. I can't tell you that information. That's private information. And Bronson goes, can you count to five? And the guy goes, yeah. And he goes, how'd you like to try with no teeth? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Love you, Bronson. That, that's a typical. That's all I got to say yeah, about that. It was great. That's a typical Charles Bronson line. That's a typical 80s line. Yeah. You know, and that's like I said, you know, whatever, whatever your, you know, opinion on some of that is. It's it's t- just, it was tough to, to get through. It was. Some of that stuff was hard. Well. But, but you know, it, it, we, like you said, it's, it, it is what it is. Yeah. You, I mean, we should not erase this movie. No. No. And I think that's just kind of the problem today that people it, trying to you could almost, judge things on now right. and want it gone instead no, of being I, like... You, you could almost use that as, a, as like a tool and say, look what this used to be. Yeah. Look where we are now. You could never do this today. Yeah. Progress has been made. Right. In some respects. In, so, in, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I enjoyed the movie though. Right. But uh, yes, that's it. That's all the movies yep, I saw. That's, that's all the movies. But I had, I had fun no, with that movie. You, we're going to talk about one other one. It's yet another movie where Charles Bronson's wife is murdered. And it's yet a, it's <laughs> Shocker. Actually, yeah. yeah. It's directed by the same guy who directed some Death Wish movies. Right. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Thompson. Um, 
R.J. Thompson? Is that it? No. I, it's no. like T.J. No. R- it's initials. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh boy. I feel stupid. But yeah. Anyway, it's, yeah. He's like a very prof- proficient director. Right. Is that a word? Proficient? Yeah. My mind is coming apart. <laughs> he directed a ton of movies in the eighties, including some Death Wish. He directed Ten to Midnight, which is right. one of my all-time favorites. So, it's a very well-made movie. Yeah. For what it is. Right. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. What you got on your list? Okay. Uh, talking about directors, mm-hmm. uh, we have a director of uh, the live-action movie of one of my favorite games that came out, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. So it is the same director of the John Wick movies. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> what was that accent? <laughs> <laughs> it was not a purpose. You were like... Uh, <laughs> Oh my goodness! You're getting like a mix of like Charles Bronson and Tucker and Dale. Oh my goodness! I can't even do it. How do you do a Charles Bronson voice? What is it like? Get away from a yeah. <laughs> this thing's loaded. Every time you have to talk, it's almost a half walk, and but you, instead of going up, you're going down. <laughs> so he's in the basement. I don't know. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, um, have you you seen Ten to Midnight? Yes. There's that scene when he's like, "You know what this is? You know what it's for? It's for jacking off." <laughs> it's hysterical. <laughs> I don't know. I may cut that out. We'll see. No, 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 no. You leave that in. I need to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> I told you, I get that broom and prop you. You up. might have you to. Know, it's been a long week for you. Um. Anyway. Um. What is it? Tinchelsky? Chad Tinchelsky? Uh, oh, the director? Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it. I, I apologize. I don't I, know. I'm sure I'm butchering it. But anyway. Uh, I love his work. He, he's the director. Yeah. So this is going to be amazing. I hope so. Um, he's the right guy. I mean, I kind of want him to direct everything. Uh, it's, <laughs> At this point. <laughs> anything with action. As much as I love the John Wick. Right. Um, and, well, he is doing the uh, four. He better be. So he's, he's uh, and then we got work. And, but there's no casting yet. I know who I want. Who do you want? Oh, Sub-Zero? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, no. Scorpion? Yes. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yes. sorry. I confused him. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. No, it's okay. No. No, he wouldn't be the perfect. Yeah, I agree. Jin. Yeah. Jin Sakai. He looks a lot like him. Oh, yeah. He's got the intensity that you would need. Mm-hmm. The, the quiet, like, sort of powerful, like he's a coiled up <laughs> yeah. snake about ready to grab you. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, he's actually going to direct another movie that we heard about that we have one casting for, and that's the Highlander reboot. Yes. Well, and I don't know if it's reboot, whatever. It might be you one know, of those. It, it's supposed to be, you know, the original. So we have Henry Cavill. Which I'm fine with. I like him. Well, we yeah, talked about this already. We talked about this. We actually talked I, about this on Discord. <laughs> I thought he would have white hair for some reason. No, yeah, no, no, no. Um, he definitely could uh, pull off the Scottish accent best, better than uh, Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. But I've also <laughs> said that if it doesn't have some form of the Queen soundtrack in it, I'm boycotting it. I feel it. like you can't ignore that aspect of the original. I, I mean, know. it was so much a part of that movie. Well... But the sequels, they don't really stick with that, though. But if it's a, sequ- if it, if it's a sequel to the first one, it's, and if they're it's doing not like a Halloween sequel, 2018, it's supposed to be a... Like a continuation. No. Oh, no, this it's a reboot? Is, this is supposed to be a reboot. I okay. mean, as far as I know, what I've what I've heard is Henry Cavill is Connor McCloud. Oh, okay. I was thinking that so, it was like, um, you know, like a Halloween 2018 where they oh, yeah, ignore yeah. the rest and do... Do no. a sequel to the first one. No. Okay. I just hadn't read enough about it, I guess. Yeah. So, I mean, that's... That's, that's fine. Let's so get far. a new franchise going. Um, 
Let's see. We've got uh, some the Batman news. Yes. Seems like uh, trouble is afoot in Gotham City. It's hard to tell what's real with this because this story keeps getting crazier and crazier. Well, there's a couple of things. One is that there's, and this has kind of been confirmed by multiple people involved, you know, that have made statements that there's kind of a rift between. I heard the director Reeves and, and, and Patterson. Patterson, yeah. Pattinson. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, apparently at one point, the Pattinson walked off the set. Well, he's got to go home and sleep sometime. Well, so, not in the middle of a you, shoot. You can't expect him to be there all the time. Yeah, no, no. That's crazy, Chris. But usually you'll finish the shoot before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But anyway, true. and apparently, you know, the execs smoothed things somewhat over. Yeah, probably with cash. But it's, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, anyway, that's kind of been one thing. And some of like... And, and you have to take this with a grain of salt. And if this is the way the movie's going, I'm going to be more disappointed than than I initially think I'm going to be disappointed by this movie. Yeah. Um, apparently, Bruce is going. the The main focus of the movie is going to be more of Bruce being a pill popper and dealing with his mental illness. Huh. Sounds a lot like he's got a then demon more in of a bottle. De- detective, <laughs> yeah, movie like we thought it was going to be. Robert Downey Jr. called and initially, yeah, he wants his role back. Yeah, <laughs> his life story. Yeah. Well, and Iron Man. I mean, that's why Robert well, yeah, Downey yeah. is so perfect for yeah. Iron Man. But we don't need to talk about that. No, no, everybody knows. I mean, that's been mm-hmm. a perfect right, and that was that was probably one of the most perfect castings. Here's another time when we can say thank you, John Favreau. <laughs> yes, one <laughs> of so many much to thank lately. you for yes. John. Yes. Um. But anyway, you know that it's supposed to. It's dealing more with his mental illness. You know what? I'm okay with it because it's different. But if it sucks, it sucks. It, yeah, and but, I'm sorry. You know, I wasn't a huge fan of Joker. Oh, the movie? No, I mean yeah, neither. And I think that's. It almost sounds like this is the way it's going. I like the style of Joker. I like the way Joker looks. I like the uh, tone of Joker. Yes. But I did not like Joker very much. No, no. And I know there's a lot of people, oh, it was like such a great movie. I don't have that Joker I worship just, thing. No. I don't get that. I'm kind of tired of the Joker at this point. Yeah. So. Well, and then we've got, you know, the best looking villain out of this apparently is the Penguin. Oh, right. yeah, because they couldn't even tell. They I thought mean, it was a different actor. Yeah, you you cannot tell who it is. And if you look at a screenshot, it's that's true. You cannot but tell. But then we're going to get a really, really effed up version of the Riddler. Yeah, I heard that. In a gimp mask. It just sounds like it's, they're trying to uh, remember that the Heath Ledger Joker. Well, we're going to outdo that. You just wait and see. Well, and the thing is, is I mean, Heath Ledger Joker was still a version of the Joker. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That version exists in the comics. Yeah, that version exists in the comics. Absolutely. This is like something completely out of left field. I've never seen Riddler look like that, but... And and supposedly more of like a... uh, Not so much like the intellect killer... But more like um, a serial, yeah. kill, like the Zodiac killer. Exactly right. It seems like that's you know? the angle. And I, I think for a long time, I think I'm on record as asking for that. But when it's, I like it to be dark, but I don't want it to be just like, oh, look how edgy we can be. Look how, just And I think just that's where at, this is going. Look and, at the depravity. Sure, yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I don't want that either. I just want it to be, I want it to be compelling. So we'll see. You know, I was see. really expecting like a year one, year two. 
Yeah. You know, it seems like they could have easily done that. And then when they were talking about the long Halloween. Yeah. You know, it seems like we're getting further from from that. that. So I'm more excited for the animated version of the long Halloween. I think that might be why we're getting it, (laughs) which I I think so too. And the faithful adaptation. And also the fact that Jensen Eccles is doing the voice, which me personally, if he was leaving supernatural, I thought he would have made a, a pretty decent Bruce Wayne and Batman. Uh-huh. I mean, he did a hell of a job in voice-wise. And, you know, yes, he's not like, you know, Oscar-worthy actor, but you don't hold a franchise for 15 years I think he's the right. Shitty. I think he's the right kind of guy to play that. If the, bat, if the film is a certain tone, I think he is the right. right. No, Somewhere in between, yeah. like... The original Tim Burton Batman and um, Affleck, somewhere in between there. Yeah, absolutely. That's I mean, what he's I was right. Say. Yeah, he's somewhere yeah. in between that. It could work. I mean, it, I thought so. And I mean, that that was kind of my my fan choice. I like of him who as a, next. Yeah, I like him as like a like this is your this is your Batman. Like this is the stereotypical Batman. Right. Not in a bad way. No. This is Batman. I you know I would love to see if they did a live action version of Mask of the Phantasm. That's. That's a tall order, my friend. I know, I know, and, you, and I would love to see him as that, that Bruce Wayne. I think it could work. I think I'd be fine with that. And you, you know, you go for the, you know, the shitty costume yeah. like they're doing it's with fine. Catwoman, which is horrendous. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I honestly, I had um, other ideas. Who was Catwoman? The uh, oh gosh, I can't remember her name. Halle Berry. No, God, no, <laughs> no offense to her, but no. Um, she's a Hispanic girl, and that they had for a long time. Uh, I cannot remember her name. Was she, has she played Catwoman before? Uh no, but she's been in a ton of other stuff. God, now now it's gonna kick my butt. Anyway, Change she the subject she was remember. more well. She was more along the lines of like the later animated. Yeah, visually. Yeah, and and a lot of not the comic so much book stuff. Michelle Pfeiffer. No, 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 no. Which I don't really no. want again. I think that you're not going to go better than Michelle Pfeiffer. No, no. And honestly, you know what? The girl that played Catwoman in the TV series mm-hmm. looked like that. She could have been a young Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, you know. That's, that, I'm sure that's what they were going for. And she didn't. You know, she was a good job in that. Um, but anyway, it's. I don't have any strong feelings about who should play. Catwoman. No, no, no. Um, I I don't want another. Michelle Pfeiffer. No, like absolutely not. Let's change it. I, yeah. I, I do want to change her a little bit. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But like I said, this girl, I mean, she looked a lot like, you know, the modern day Catwoman. Yeah. You know, a little bit dark, you know, kind of, you know, a little darker complexion, the yeah. black hair, the, you know, and and cool. very athletic oh, yeah. looking. Cool. Yeah. So, and God, it's going to kick my butt. So when... Well. When people get on Discord, you can They're remind me who it's supposed to be. Yeah. No, just remind me. Because, <laughs> you know, she's... She, yeah, and it's kicking my ass why. But uh, anyway, I'm... I'm I'm just right now kind of eh mm-hmm. with it. I'll, I'll go into it with an open mind. But we'll see. I'm ready to, for I, it to I, be good. I'm afraid the writing is on the wall on what this is kind of shit show that's going to I'm ready for it to be good, Chris, but I don't expect it to be. Right. I would lo- I would love to be delighted by this film. Yeah. I just unfortunately I'm I'm very pessimistic. Is that one of my catchphrases? I would love to be delighted. I think I say that a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
Huh. That's all right. Huh. That's okay. I should get that on a t-shirt. Okay, well, then we had it. Yeah, there you go. I would that, love that to that be delighted. A, <laughs> uh, we had a casting for the new uh, She-Hulk series. Who, who's being cast? Uh, Jamila JaVale. Okay. Um, she's going to be in Titania. Okay. Not a character I'm super familiar with. She's kind of one of those. Um, and, and, and I'm kind of going to go a little rant on this. Why Hollywood is like deleting all gingers from <laughs> from media? I yeah. mean, Red Sonia, yeah, not gonna be redhead, not oh. gonna be you know Scandinavian. Yeah, um, Ariel, the new Disney movie, completely going away from it. She no, must, they have to make her a redhead. No, no, no. I've seen the on scene. She is not unless okay. they do it in CG. Well, and I wonder too. And yeah, it could be that Titania, which is a Big ass muscle bound redhead, yeah, totally going off from an Indian girl. Oh. Not that she's a bad actor, but it's yeah. like, okay, what does Hollywood have against gingers? Yeah. I love me some redhead. I think I can talk about this because I am sort of one. Well, I'm a little. Look, it depends on the day. Yeah, that's true. It depends on the light. <laughs> yeah. room. I think strawberry blonde is being nice. Okay. I think that's what okay. it is. I got a little bit of that. We'll, I, we'll give you that. I've been called ginger many times <laughs> in my life. Well, the pale doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, people always say, "Oh, you! This guy looks like uh, who's the singer? Um, what's his name? Uh, the, the, he's got that hair that goes everywhere." And he's, Chad Kroger? No, <laughs> I like your pants around your feet. Oh man, Nickelback. Um, just a couple more uh, quick notes. Um, some stuff with Star Wars. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett has wrapped production. Mm-hmm. So, and they're probably halfway to three quarters done with the Obi One. I can't wait. Give and and we did get a little special uh, couple of shots. Yes. Uh, that, unfortunately, I'm not able to share. Yes. But. Um, so cool. There's, there's, uh, both of those were at one point filming simultaneously. Yeah. You know what that means. Of, and some on the same set. The crossover event. Possibly of my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> so those were filming. You know, simultaneously, simultaneously on some of the same sets. Yeah, you might as well. So, and, and they weren't just in the dome mm-hmm. that the Mandalorian has been filmed in. Yeah, these were some outdoor sets. Oh my goodness! So some some big stuff. Um, the Grogu Dome. The Grogu Dome. That's what it should be called. Yeah, instead of the Thunder Dome. Grogu Dome. It's the Grogu Dome. What does he say? He goes, "I don't, I don't." I love that. I don't, I don't. Um, one little thing, you know, there's been all these I've seen on the internet these rumors. His season three, a Mandalorian canceled, blah blah blah. No, it's not. Yeah, there's more clicks. Right, yeah, and that's what it is. Um, believe me, this has already been planned. That the Boba Fett series was going to take place in between a year gap. Yeah. You know, we know it's part and, of Mando. Yeah, and it's part of Mando. But the Mandalorian, they're going to start filming later this year. Uh, everything that I've been told, they're going to start filming later this year. Um, and we'll see it next fall. Yep. That's, Fine. If we're going to get Boba Fett. That's, and, and we're going to get some more stuff that is going to be coming that is starting production that they really haven't talked about. Also read, so we're going to have some some stuff in between. Well, I did also read that Book of Boba Fett may be longer than we initially had heard. Yes, because it has actually been filming a lot longer than we thought it has. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, I mean, that's that's a big thing. So. Also, shout out to the user uh, and friend, Garrett, uh, in the Discord, who told me that... Um, 
oh, uh, what's his name? Horatio Sands, Sands is getting an action figure before, uh, before my dude Lang. Yeah, that's not cool. That is not cool. I need Lang on my shelf. I need different versions. I want but, a statue uh, version. We are going to get a uh, a Bill Burr figure, and that's fine. That's fine. So, but I just I know Lang is like number one. Yeah, with he, a bullet. he may be a chase somewhere. Oh, please, just get, <laughs> I, I'm begging you. But um, no, it's it's you know Mando fans, don't worry. Mando fandos. Mando fandos. I think we need to trademark that. No, we don't. Yeah. No one wants yeah. that. <laughs> They're going to look at it and go, well, well tell us in our fan, our, our uh, Discord server yes. if you want to trademark that for you guys. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, no fan. We'll cover the cost. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, Mando's fine. There, there are a lot of irons in the kettle. And the other thing is, too, any of these shows could end anytime they want. Right. And it's just that's how it is. I mean, we only got one season of um, the the the... the Dude, my brain is off. WandaVision? WandaVision. And it sounds like there well, might not be Well, that was intentionally. Anymore. Right. That's what I mean. So th- this stuff is can be limited. So right. just just enjoy what we right. have, okay? Right. Everyone. And, oh, oh, by the way, just a side note, I've got another couple of Star Wars things, but uh, WandaVision, or uh, WandaVision, Wanda um, is done of her part for... Set up for Doctor Strange. For Doctor Strange. Yeah. So she she's done on the on the... But they're close to being completely wrapped yeah. on Doctor Strange right now. So. I just need that movie like yesterday, I know. please. I know. I, I watched I, a little bit of Amazing Spider-Man the other day. Right. Not the Sam Raimi one. But no. The, the other one. And I, I was just like, this is fine, but it just feels like an imitation of the Raimi. That's all I yeah. want. Just give me that Raimi. And I, yeah. I do love the new Spider-Man. No. They're yeah. great. They're great for different reasons. Right. And it fits so well in the MCU. Right. But I think my true favorite Spider-Man is... Sam Raimi. Say what you want about the people in it. I don't. I have feelings about that, but right. I cannot deny. One and two. <laughs> I cannot deny the feelings that I have when I watch those movies. One and it's two. Just so good. Look, there's stuff about three that's fine. Yeah. You can. You can. There are things to enjoy. And there we, are a few things. If we yeah. could just get like, I just want to make the movie maybe 45 minutes and remove Venom completely. Right. I. I do. I mean, I know people have had some issues with the current Venom. I do. But I like the him. In the wind, Eddie. <laughs> I like him way better than I liked. Oh, for sure. The, no, no, the, no, no for that sure. version. But this Eddie Brock is like completely different than any Eddie I've ever seen before. Right. He's a little manic and he's a little. Well, it makes him more easier. More easier. It makes him easier to identify with he, and feel he, sympathy he makes for. Him, it makes him a little easier to be the anti-hero instead of initially the villain. It seems as though he's trying to actively resist the right. uh, impulses it's of almost, the symbiote. And, and the thing is, like the new Venom movie was almost like after the events in New York. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of, he's kind of making, you know, but like his stuff that he did in New York didn't involve Venom, but his personality wise, which was later on in the comic books of how, Absolutely, you know he does how, change in the books. And yeah, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm fine with it. I just didn't love the movie being no, PG-13, no. and he's supposed to be that. He's essentially like a Jason Voorhees or a Fred Krueger, kind of. You know what I mean? He's 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 a supernatural killing machine, right? But they have also announced with that that um, um, Tom Holland and Venom movies are going to cross in- intersect. Yes, cool. So that'll be neat. Cool, cool. Uh, finish up with our Star Wars things. Um, our favorite uh, Star Wars geek got a promotion. 
Oh, are we talking about Dave Filoni? We're, we're talking about Filoni Maloney. Dave's baloney. Executive creative director. Yeah. Which means that he is in control of all the creative decisions. I'm fine with it. The way and I'm ecstatic I still, about that. I don't love all the focus on Clone Wars. Like, I'm ready to be done with it. However, Bad Batch is slowly changing my mind. Like, some of this stuff. And, and, it's not just because Bad Batch is good. Right. It's because we're getting into the time period now that I'm way more interested in. I honestly think Dave's vision has evolved since his early Clone Wars stuff. Yeah. To now, because if you watch, go back and... I mean, you kind of have an idea of the Clone Wars stuff. If you go back and watch, like, the last season before it was on, you know... Which I started. Canceled. I did start it. Before the, the last season. And the first season. episode has the Bad Batch in it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of... If you if you go watch what he did before it was canceled... Yeah. You know, even half of that season... I'm working the, on The that. last half of that yeah. season. And then watch the last season that they created yeah you can see yeah, a that's huge, what i was watching yeah. huge jump yeah i mean like i said go back and watch a few of those other episodes i will i know there's a list you're supposed to watch them in a certain order and everything and but. i'm not even really saying that but yeah. i mean his his the way he approached it he you know he he's evolved as kind of a storyteller in the star Absolutely. wars universe yeah I agree. but i mean just look at the stuff that they've done not with mando here's the thing too what we're going from the clone wars which opened up so many avenues. Oh, and in the so Star many Wars new universe. characters that we love. I mean, just I mean, the prequels in general. Right. The universe is much more broad in the prequels oh, than it was in the originals. Right. So there's all this stuff, this scope that you just don't see, these corners of the universe that are not visible in the original right. and didn't exist then. Right. So now we can go back and weave things in. Right. And I don't want it to be like, this week Han Solo meets Darth no, Vader. No, 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 this yeah. week Han Solo meets Luke Skywalker. Before I don't want any of that crap. No, and I'm glad that that you know you've got some of the the old guard in some of the newer shows. Yes. I mean, obviously Luke and Boba. Yep, Boba. But I mean, in all reality. Those are the exception to the rule. Yeah. Compared to what's what you're, what we're getting, a new you know corners of the galaxy, you know. Yeah. I mean, so much to explore. Yeah, so much to explore, and we've got some great characters. I and, mean, yeah. Well, and here's another thing that I really like: mm-hmm. they are embracing all corners. It seems like right. And in the most recent Bad Batch, have you seen it? I have not. I haven't okay. seen it. I there is a and I won't. Boy, it's a spoiler, but I have to say, go it. for it. Go for it. Um. A huge connection to Jedi Fallen Order. I heard which that. is so exciting. Yeah, and uh, there may be further connections. I don't know. Right. And, and you know what? That I mean, that kid's available. That did he's, the mocap and did available. the voice. Yeah. So I mean, will we eventually, at some point, see him? I mean, even as a one shot. The thing episode. That, the thing you that know? really gets me excited about that is that they are embracing. Look, this game was good enough. Like we, they finally have said, look, this game is good enough to be canon. Right. And it is. It's very good. And by the way, they're in development for two. We, we've known that for yeah. a while. But yeah. boy, they're... I mean, they're, they're really they're ramping it, it up. Yeah. I, I won't be surprised if we don't see a little something from E3. It's possible. I don't know when Activision is... Sh- oh, wait, it's not Activision. They're EA. So yeah. I was thinking of uh, the studio and they used yeah. to be Respawn and then they used to be something else. And right. Medal of Honor and Call of Duty and it's all yeah. swirling around. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean... I, I'm really happy, and and John is still he's the 
He's the, the man now. He's dog. the he's the the uh, the Yoda behind the scenes. Imagine Yoda with John Filoni's hat on. Dave, sorry, Dave Filoni. <laughs> Dave Filoni's Did you say John? Oh, because you were I talking said Favreau. about. You were yeah. talking. I think you said John. Yeah, that's who I was talking about. You meant Favreau. Yeah, I meant. Favreau. I thought you meant Filoni. Oh no 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 no. And now I'm. I've de- deconstructed that, that whole mistake. Filoni is kind of like the C three PO. Yes. He knows it all. I hope he doesn't get white. And and, and is significantly awkward. <laughs> significantly awkward. But uh, Commander. But uh like <laughs> yeah. But like one of the greatest characters. No, um No, and with those two involved and, and them taking a more of an accelerated role in the entire Star Wars. I universe, used to feel an extreme worry anytime there was a new Star Wars. Right. I did. I really felt extremely worried. And there's, I mean, obviously. And you know what? I've heard people recently say they don't want to hear about Star Wars anymore, and that's fine. But listen, this is this is Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen saying, right, right, right. We're going to talk about you're it. You're going to get bit. it. And I understand the people who have Star Wars fatigue. They're tired of hearing about it. There's plenty of podcasts that talk about other stuff. And, right. Uh, well, I'm not saying go listen to something else by any means. No. Is but, uh, there a potential I'm that sure. with someone else being out of doing a trilogy? Mm-hmm. George is getting back in yeah. to another trilogy. Which I'm okay with if he is if he is taken taken in a little. If he is not controlled, but if he is sort of told no a few times. You know what I mean? Well, and that's and that's he's going to be from what I've heard, my my little inside thing, um, he's going to be basically kind of like a Trinity. With yeah. between Dave and John yeah. and him, I thought you were talking about the Matrix. I'm not kidding. No, 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 no. I thought about Carrie Ann Moss when you no, said that. No. He's going to do a slow mo jump slow- kick, and the camera's going to go around. No, he's not Zack Snyder, <laughs> the plaid warrior. But uh, anyway, yeah, <laughs> I'd love to see that. I would too. This dumpy, you know, guy with a beard with no neck and just flannel. He's got plenty of neck. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would love to hear him say some threatening dialogue and fight right. someone. Why don't you make me? <laughs> Come over here and take well, it out of my hands. Well, why don't you make me? <laughs> yeah, Just this, like thing's, that. this thing's loaded. All right, well, that's news to you. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, I'm packing. Yeah, I, I got my, my, uh, my uh, thing right here. He has a working blaster pistol. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past him. He's got more money than, you know. <laughs> Come up to the ranch. We'll settle this. Yeah. I got a saber score right for you. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Meat and potatoes. Yes. All right. Conjuring came out. It did. So we, we hinted a little bit about it. You you went back and watched one. Yes. And now we've gotten, well, you sort of started to watch two. Yes. <laughs> but then, then <laughs> well, that got abruptly. I mean, you've watched I've it seen before. Two, I know. I've probably seen Conjuring two five times. Yeah. I like, I like those movies. Yeah. I just want to start by saying overall, the Conjuring... For me, is sort of the current. Um, it's my current favorite sort of horror franchise, franchise that's going. Other than Halloween, which is right. sort of alive right now. Right. We will get another movie this this October. Sometime, fingers crossed. Hopefully. Um, but other than Halloween, like for me, Conjuring is where it's at right now, and it is starting to fatigue a little bit. I'll say. Right. Um, I have a lot of thoughts to say, but I just want to start out by saying I really like the Conjuring universe, and regardless of what I say about Conjuring Three. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> it's a warning. Uh, regardless of what I say, uh, right. I really do like the universe, and I would still buy a ticket for Conjuring Four, absolutely. So, what what are your overall thoughts? Um, I thought it was good. Um, I don't think it had a ton of slow 
I wouldn't call this so much a slow burn movie yeah. either. You're hitting on it already. You know, right I, out of I, the mean, gate. I mean, there's a lot of like, you have that beginning. Which is cranked to 11 right off the bat. Right on, yeah. And then you kind of kind of simmer down to about a four. Yeah. There's still some underlying things. Yeah. And then you, you know, it, it's almost like a roller coaster. The I way, think that's also The perfect. way the momentum went. Yeah. Because it was like, you know, I think that's up, the down, design. up, down. And then yeah. you, you've you got kind of the big hill at the end. Yep. So. And we will be spoiling things from here. Right. So if you haven't seen it and you're interested. Now's your time. Here's your yes. warning. But I, you're 100 percent right. The the roller coaster analogy is perfect, mm-hmm. and I think uh, I, I'll say this: the it seems as though the new director, it's not James Wan, right? It's the guy who directed La Llorona, and I didn't love it. It was okay. Yeah, I, I will watch any movie like that. I just have a weakness for those, like haunted house movies. Yeah, but I the idea of what this director and I, I'll look his name up in a minute. Right. I apologize. I don't have. I'm not very professional today. I'm not feeling great. Um, <laughs> I don't think his idea of what is scary is at all lined up with what James Wan thinks is scary. And the way tension is built and the way scares are constructed in this last movie, yeah, not at all the same. So you get this massive shift in tone right off the bat, in my opinion. When you start with this wild exorcism that ch- checks all the boxes of every exorcism movie you've ever seen. Oh, right off the bat. Yeah. You know how there was Exorcist, the version you've never seen? This is Conjuring, the version you've already seen. You know what I'm saying? That was a clever joke. Uh, Michael Chavez. Michael Chavez is his name. And look, um, there were things in the movie I liked, um, and I'll get to that stuff. Yeah. But but just right out of the gate, I don't love his his directing style. And I think that's all there is. It felt almost more like a, like you said, like a roller coaster or like a, almost a music video in some ways. Like Kind of. There is no subtlety to it Mm-mm. in the slightest. It is... Let's have this crazy thing run down the hallway at you with a silly face on it. And, yeah. Uh, not really explain it. I, I think there's a, probably a better movie in there. But uh, I don't know. I just, yeah. I was kind of in the middle of the road. I mean, it. Uh, you know, we talked about it before. Uh, I said a little about it. Really, I mean, as as in, like, scare-wise? There were a few. But I mean, they were they were strictly a lot of just jump scare stuff. Yes, no tension. No, no, yeah. All I'm going to ask you to do is look at the nun scare from Conjuring Two, right? And look at the construction of that and how goddamn smart it is, and yeah. just so well made and so well crafted. And then you look at this any of the scares in Conjuring Three, yeah, and it's just like, well, the, guy. this is where the uh, CG face pops out at you, and this is where the thing runs down the hallway at you. It is like going through a haunted house. It's yeah, like a roller. Coaster. I mean, it really is. I mean, you got that few moments of of not even, and I wouldn't even call it tension. Just kind of almost like, okay, we're we're gonna do a little back. You know, we're first we're gonna start off at the top of the hill. Yeah. We're gonna, you know, you're gonna take this big dive of what's going on. Yep. Then you're gonna have this just flat. Yes. For a while. And flat for a while, and then you're gonna have another drop. So it's like you're at the top of Pike's Peak. Yes. There's no real build up. Yeah. To go down to, to, to you know when to you get start that. with the one of the highest one one of the scariest scenes of the movie. Yeah. Arguably. And I mean, literally, you're starting at a top of a peak. I feel like you're and just constantly yeah dropping. Flat, drop, flat, By drop, the time it's over, you know. you've seen all the tricks and you know what's going to happen yeah. pretty much. Yeah, I so. mean, you, you kind of anticipate. And another big difference is when you look at Conjuring 1 versus Conjuring 3, 
the interpersonal stuff, the relationships, the dialogue, the quiet moments yeah. that make Conjuring 1 so much better and make you care about Ed and Lorraine, even though in right. real life, I don't know about no. them. <laughs> yeah. um, I love Lorraine's fashion, though. You, be- I, you better believe. I'm on, I'm on board. Uh, but it just... The, the, it, the third one really doesn't have the um, finesse and the char- attention to detail right. and the character development at all of yeah because the there was real the no there was real no character development between uh, what is his uh, name when Arnie the main character yeah is it Arnie or Artie Arnie I, I can't remember I'll find out in a minute yeah um, between him and his girlfriend yeah. or wife whatever she was yeah. and then you know the and Lorraine stuff they have one scene where they're like we should move out of here and she's yeah. like I don't know about that and then it's kind of that's it for them development wise because right. it's like are we looking at them or are we looking at Ed and Lorraine yeah and really, only, and I mean, this is a spoiler with Ed having a heart attack. Yeah. You know, that moment in the bed was about the only thing really mm-hmm. between them two. And and even the times that she kind of goes like, you know, psychically dark yeah. going, really, you know, there's not that sense of relationship of him, you know, other than just let go, you know. They did better with them than they did with the new couple, right? But that's because they're 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 building on the previous foundation, that right? James right. Wan already, yeah, very that was well crafted. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely laid there. So, but still, there really wasn't too much, even for them. I was confused by the corpse. Uh, I know I'm jumping way ahead, but yeah, no, I was no. confused by the corpse. First of all, Ed and Lorraine break into a morgue. <laughs> it seems out of character. Yeah, because honestly, realistically, I could see Ed going, "Look, you know who I am. Yeah, you know what I do." This is this is important. You need to let me in here. Right. And the person going, well, okay, you did you did help that kid whatever last year. Right, I, right, I, right. There's some way more Ed and Lorraine way to do that. Yeah, they don't smash window. He do, doesn't. He say like, oh, I'll leave a note. Yeah, that's as close as you get. But I just even I don't buy that. No, no. So I mean, because just look at the scene between him and the and the uh, officer. Remember when they go into the office? Yes. You know. Exactly. He was that. like, you know, he convinces him that, okay, let's... Let's see the files. Right. They don't steal the damn files. No, they don't steal the files. <laughs> they work out And then for deal. him to break, break into the morgue was kind it's of It's just so... And it's like out the of next character. thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's way out of character. And I just didn't... It wasn't fully clear to me that that corpse was... First it was really there, and then later it was in their home, but it was just in his mind. Yeah, it was kind of... Not super clear. No. But I'm, I, I can forgive things like that. Right. That's, that doesn't kill a movie no. for me. And, I, and again... I had, I had fun. Yeah. I looked forward to this movie, and I knew my expectations should be low, and they were. And it was about dead on. Yeah. So I would see another one, although I would prefer James Wan or someone else to come back. Right. Because we've lost the... To me, Conjuring 1 and 2 feel more like top-tier, high-quality... you know high right. um, quality, you know, the top shelf stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But the third one seems not like direct to DVD bad, but it just it, the quality is a sharp decline. I was saying it was a definite letdown. I mean, it was much like the timeline plot of the movie. Yeah. It was just dropped yeah, compared yeah. to, you know, it yeah. was flat at points and dropped. Also, that demon so, just was hanging out in the waterbed. Is I, that it? And, and there was no real explanation other than, you know, the whole curse thing. Yeah. But it's like, okay. But was that, but why was that was, from the cultist lady? I'm assuming so. Because it seems like it was just a ploy to get Ed and Lorraine, I think. But it's, or was it not? I, yeah, I, I'm, 
it was so kind of muddled. That. Yeah, that that part of it. However, with some kind of weird performances in the movie, I tell you who I did like a lot, and I I smelled something immediately when he came on screen. I know what you're talking about. Um, um, Denethor. Yeah. Uh, what's his? Uh, I don't know father, the actor's name. The, the, the father of the the father of the, the um, cultist yeah. lady. Yeah. Um, he. It took me two seconds to realize who he was. I was like, "Hang on, I know that face. Yeah, I know that voice." And when you when it's Denethor, and you know <laughs> what's up with that guy, you're right. like, th- "There is something." The wrong. smile when he says he has chicken shit on his hands. I've got chicken shit on my hands. It reminded yeah. me of like the point in Lord of the Rings where he's eating those tomatoes. So gross. <laughs> so and gross. just the, the look on that. But that's also my fetish. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I can't smile, explain it. Smile, smirk on his face. Yeah. I'm repelled and attracted. Right, right, right. But I, <laughs> but I no, it's it, he's good. He's very good. Yeah. And I like the they they pretty much nail that, you know, is is he whose side is he on? That probably was like the best performance in the movie. I, I think thought. you're 100% I, I, and I think that his performance is what carries that through. Yeah. That's what makes that work. Anybody else in it would have been super Super obvious. Very few people it would have been. Yep. I agree. Well, you want to go through beat by beat and talk about it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm on the wrong. There we go. All right. There we go. Now, what we're going to do now is we're going to go scene by scene through the plot and just sort of discuss, like, whatever comes up, you know. And, if you again, if you haven't seen the movie, we're going to kind of go through the whole thing. So, if you don't want to hear that... um, That'll pretty much be the end of the episode, so right. you know, follow us on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. um, join the Discord. Right. In 1981, which is 10 years after the first movie, I believe, right. demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warren document the exorcism of eight-year-old David Glatzel, attended by his family, uh, his sister Debbie, her boyfriend Arnie Johnson, and Father Gordon in the town of Brookfield, Connecticut. Desperate to save the little boy, Arnie invites the demon to enter his body instead. Ed witnesses the demon transport itself from David's body to Arnie's while suffering a heart attack brought on by the demon. Right. The exorcist nod with the the, the priest standing there and mm-hmm. I, I almost liked it, but I was it's too it's way too much, yeah. I think. It's way too obvious and I've mm-hmm. seen it before. Oh yeah. A priest under a street light in front of the house <laughs> looking in, you know what's inside. Well, even like what was it the exorcist of Emily Rose and I think that's a better know, movie. That, I mean, that's Although I, I ha- honestly haven't seen it since 2000 oh, I don't know seven but I meant something. just the, the setup of the exorcism oh yeah you oh know, of course I mean that's you have you to know. have a, a it's like a WWE entrance for your right, priest you know right um Ed wakes up at the hospital and reveals that he witnessed the demon enter Arnie's body Arnie ends up murdering his landlord Bruno Sauls in my opinion maybe deserved it yeah. by stabbing him 22 times under the influence of the demon <laughs> Bruno was under the influence of a different demon yeah. Mr. Booze. Mr. Booze and Mr. Testosterone. <laughs> With the support of the Warrens, his case becomes the first American murder trial to claim demonic possession as a defense, resulting in an investigation into David's original possession to gather evidence. The Warrens discovered that David was cursed through a witch's totem, and the curse has now been passed to Arnie, the demon. Uh, hold on. And the curse has has now been passed to Arnie, uh, semicolon. But the demon it? was summoned by a Satan worshiper rather than possessing by his own will. That's a distinction that this movie makes. Right. They meet with uh, Kastner, a former priest who previously dealt with the disciples of the cult, of the Ram cult, the cult of Ram, I think they call it in the movie. Yeah. He explains that an occultist had left the totem, casting a curse on the family to use the possessed person as a human sacrifice. That cult of Ram situation is in Annabelle. Okay. 
but it's been so long since I've seen the first Annabelle right. that I don't remember. Yeah. So I know there is a cult, and it's like sort of a Manson-y. Gotcha. But um, that's that's what they're referring to. And in okay. the movie, I was like, that must be referring to something we haven't seen yet. And then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, no, we've seen that. I just didn't remember. Well, and the thing is, is, if you haven't seen Annabelle, I mean, you know, most likely if you're into those movies, you have. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't, yeah. there's no know. real huge yeah. background. Yeah. I mean, it's a you know quick little statement, and that's it. So, I mean, I think the setup for that cult of the ram yeah wasn't uh and you really didn't even have to like go deep dive into it yeah but just give a little more sure. history of it yeah and which that didn't happen no which no. i think maybe with a different director or, or a writer maybe would have sure yeah also i did not like the way the totem looked it looked cheap uh, I don't know I didn't like it like when I think of those types of things in film I think of the Blair Witch the totems the little right. stick people and those are creepy and simple or even some of like the stuff in voodoo movies you know uh, I'm also thinking of a movie I was originally on another podcast to talk about uh, The City of the Dead yeah shout out to the best little horror house in Philly love that show you should yeah. listen to it I was recently on there plug 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 um <laughs> It's in that film they use a it's called a sprig of woodbine and it's just like different vines that together right. make this creepy thing and they just hang it on your door. Yeah, it's a symbol. Right, and, you, and you're meant to find it. I think. Yeah. Um, well, that's just, like like I said, that's like some of the voodoo stuff. Exactly. Right. You know, you've yeah. seen that they're all their majority of it is set out for you know that yeah. you see it. It's a nitpick, but I just didn't like the design of it. Yeah, plain and simple. Oh boy, pardon me. It look. It honestly looked like somebody got bored with you know, some shark uh, jaws and some crab claws and crab that's kind of it did didn't it? Yeah, I mean, it no, like you're a not bunch wrong. Of, looked like a bunch of shellfish bound together. Yeah, <laughs> don't be shellfish. Uh, the war. The Warrens traveled to Danvers, Massachusetts, to investigate the death of Katie Lincoln, who was also stabbed twenty-two times. Um, detectives had found a similar witch's totem at the home of Katie's friend Jessica, who is missing. Through a vision, Lorraine discovers that Jessica had stabbed Katie under demonic possession before falling off the cliff to her death, which allows detectives to recover her body. In a vision from touching Jessica's corpse, she witnesses the occultist attempting to influence Arnie to kill herself, but stops her. Lorraine warns Ed that the occultist now knows who they are. I did not buy this the cops couldn't find the body. Yeah. It was a straight shot through those woods from where they were parked all the way to the edge of the cliff. Yeah. Straight shot. It should have been the first place they I was were. saying, and even in the 80s, policing, they would have found. I, I think mean, so. That's what I mean. The way that, you know... They would have checked. They, they, they you know, scour an area where possible right. missing... Exactly. Per- they would have found. Oh, someone oh. couldn't have walked all the way through these woods that didn't look right. more than a mile long right. or maybe two. No dog. No, back in the 80s, they didn't have dogs, right? Yeah, the dogs did not exist. <laughs> Their noses weren't like they are today. Right, right, right. Modern science. Yes. Now, you did kind of skip the whole falling off the cliff, getting pulled I off. I didn't like it. It I didn't know, look I, good. Well, and it really, I mean... I think for her, finding where she went could have been done differently mm-hmm. than that whole. And if Ed is having such a hard time, and the he should not be doing what he's doing. <laughs> there's no way he would have been able to pull her up. Seriously, yeah, he's I mean, limping around. Well, yeah. that's not because he's limping though; it's because he's needs to take it easy on his heart. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, but you're he right. He would have had a heart attack right then and there. <laughs> yeah, probably. In movie, just from being stressed out. <laughs> yeah, my wife just almost fell off a cliff. 
Yeah. Yikes. And I'm using all my strength to try to pull her up. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. he would have had a heart attack right there. End movie. Just yeah. would have been end credits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Ed is influenced into almost stabbing Lorraine, but is stopped by their assistant, Drew. Uh, they find the same witch's totem in their house, left by the occultist to curse them. Drew learns from a book of Stragarian witchcraft he found from Kastner's things that in order for the curse to be broken, the altar upon which the occultists summon the demon must be destroyed. Okay, I, I, I gotta stop one thing. Yeah. How the hell did she get that totem in the vase? Yeah, if you look at it. Because. It, <laughs> yeah, there's no way. She built it like, inside the vase. She built it like inside. It's kind of like bottle. It's kind of like building a ship in a bottle. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. I yeah. mean, you know. Because it's this literally There's about no the way. size of a half dollar opening. Yeah. And and the totem is probably like three or four inches wide. Chris, I can explain it. Witchcraft. Witch. Witchcraft Witch. is what done it. Um, <laughs> it's uh, a sea witch. <laughs> Lorraine returns to Kastner for help. Kastner wearily reveals that he had a daughter named Isla. Is, is it Isla? Isla? Isla. In violation of the requirement of clerical celibacy by the Catholic Church. During his research of the disciples of the Ram cult, Isla's fascination toward his work grew into an obsession, leading her to become a Satanist. The occultist responsible for the curse is Kastner's own daughter, which she had kept from Ed and Lorraine to protect her. Again, one of the cooler scenes in the movie, I thought. His turn. Yeah. I already suspected it, but it was neat to see it. And right. That was okay. That I just needed more things like that. I guess. Yeah, more. it just didn't have enough of that. It was of, some fun acting to watch. I mean, literally, those two scenes were probably the two best. I think so. Scenes in the yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, man, this skipped a lot of stuff. Um, in the end, the cup from the altar is added to Ed and Lorraine's room of artifacts, along with the Valak painting and the Annabelle doll. Arnie is convinced of manslaughter and serves five years in prison. Great. Yeah. Uh, a couple things. We watched conjuring one and if you look the same spot where the valak painting is in conjuring two uh-huh. and in conjuring three is occupied by a different f- painting of a nun in the first one. Oh, it just doesn't look like valak with the marilyn manson right. makeup right, going right, on. Right. It, it just looks like a, a realistically maybe creepy like a real nun who yeah. might look a little creepy right so i thought that was neat and i don't mind that kind of like that that stuff is fine right you know but uh, there was another thing. When Ed, that whole last sequence, Ed becomes sort of a Marvel hero with his sledgehammer. <laughs> uh, right. Yet again, recent heart attack victim. Yes. He ain't swinging a sledge like that. Jumping down into the sewer or whatever right. it was. Yeah. Slinging, slinging that sledge around. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, uh, this is such a nitpick, but the altar room, the mm-hmm. ceremonial room, where all these things were happening was way too well designed. So well designed. I mean, for something like from a farmhouse. It it does it just you know. looks like they had definitely had an interior designer come. <laughs> I don't I just I didn't love the way it looked. I I had wished it would be more you know, like uh, just kind of filthy and dark, and right. If you realistically found something like that, it would probably be some Dingy junk and on dark the table, and crap. Yeah, and yeah. But this was like. They were ready for the cameras well, to come I mean, on in. Well, I mean, she was, you know, interior designer and then dabbled in Satanism. Maybe. Maybe that's <laughs> what it was. That's what the devil really likes. Yeah. Interior design. Window shades. Yeah. Devil's favorite it. things. <laughs> the devil's playthings. He's a valance addict. That's what it is. That is what it is. <laughs> so, all in all, I think it was a 
okay addition to the franchise, but I would like further uh, improvement in the yeah. next installment if yeah. we get to one. And again, it was really nice to see Ed and Lorraine again, right. these versions of them. I, I do like the characters at this point. It's cool that they kept the same assistant guy. He keeps coming back. Yeah. They're a little camera guy. He's great. Um, He's braver than anyone else, it seems like. <laughs> he's super brave in Conjuring 1. Yeah. He saves the girl on front of the floor. He's awesome. So props to him. He should get his own movie. Well, I'm serious about that. If you know anybody with, you know, like newsroom or or the camera guy is like the MVP always. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. So all in all, uh, I don't like to give numerical scores, but I like to do should you watch it or not. Right. I think you should watch it. I mean, if you're a fan of it. Yes, exactly. You should watch Let's it. be clear, yeah. So, I mean, if you're, you know, you have a specific taste that... You may not do. You may not, yeah. If you like uh, Hereditary and Midsummer and yeah. The Witch and things like that, those are a little bit more classy. Right. This is not for you. This yeah, is, those uh, are a little more highbrow. This is just a popcorn, another popcorn movie. I think B, I mean, B movie is just about the perfect way to describe uh, it, I think. B plus. It's not an I mean, A. the production value, it's, it raises it up. I would say it's a B plus movie. Okay. No, you're right. It does. You know, it, the production value is great. It looks like a real movie. It doesn't yeah. look like a direct-to-DVD movie. No. Although some of the effects are not great. All right. But what are you going to do? They probably didn't have a great budget. Well, or, you know, things going on. They probably did some stuff change on the fly before. You're absolutely you right. Know, so sure. you know, so sometimes with, you know... Hollywood being basically shut down for almost a year. That's absolutely right. It's a miracle that we have anything right now. Right. No, absolutely. Yep. And I mean, the fact that, you know, we're getting, you know, movies coming out now that we haven't seen. That I've been waiting for for ever. two years. Yeah. James, James Bond. Bond. <laughs> Black Widow. Yeah, Black Widow. Comes out, you know what? It's less than a month. It's July. July 8th. Yeah. Absolutely. So. That's uh, six days after my birthday. Ah. <laughs> That's seven days after mine. What? You knew that. Uh, did I forget? I'm not yeah. good at birthdays, Chris. I would never have remembered. I'm the day before you. Is it true? Yeah, first. What? Yeah. I, I'm sure that we had the same conversation last year. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and we'll probably have the same conversation next year. <laughs> I'm not good at birthdays. But you know what? I mean, for us to have some of this stuff, I, I'm all for it. I'm very grateful to have the movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's there's some stuff that's coming out. Um you know, like I said, the the uh, the Marvel stuff that's coming out. You know, which some of it will be later this year. We did not even talk about Loki, year. Chris. I oh my god, no. Listen, just a just a quick overview. Yeah, let's do I, that. I'm just going to say this because I don't and I don't want to spoil it for people because no, it's still it's still, still fairly new. Even though week. it was Wednesday and not the weekend, right, right? Yeah, I still feel like we shouldn't say too much, and I won't. But no, I, I just want to throw my thoughts in there really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite like it. I think so far, if it stays the quality that it's at and as interesting as it is, it'll be my favorite of the Marvel shows. Yeah. So far. I like the, the one thing in this one. It's not really a spoiler, but him going back and the review of his life. Thing, back in time. The the, the kind of yeah. like, and I love the fact that it was like real film. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, the whole like office. The highlights of his. The whole office yeah. looks sixties. Oh, for some almost reason. definitely. Yeah, I really like that choice. There's something about that that works for me. That like they're almost maybe even a little earlier. So like I dream of genie. Yes. Yes. You know, kind of era. But when you see wise. it in color, you think sixties, or at least I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's something to that for sure. And you know what? That decision doesn't make any sense. But they had to make a decision, and right. I like that decision. Well, it's fine. and it's it, it, you know the office people are dressed like that, yeah. but like the police. 
Yeah. Totally. I mean, yeah. m- way more like the opposite. But end. it doesn't matter. No, no. Because this is so, it's not in time. Well, and that's, you know, you've even seen it in the preview. You know, Owen Wilson, like when he at, when uh, Loki asked him how long he's been here, I was like, <laughs> yeah. eh, time's kind of a. Time's kind of different in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. I liked it though. I I hope it can stay uh, as interesting and good as it is. I, it feels like a British TV show to me. Like a, a little bit. It feels like it a does. little Doctor Who or yeah. something along those lines. Uh, and it definitely like does a, have a, a, a or like a Good Omens or something. Even like there's some flavor there that's similar. I don't know what it is exactly. Right. But I mean, you guys tell us. You know, yeah. when you guys see it, you know, get on our Discord, get on our Facebook group, let us know. Oh yeah, and uh, you can find us online. Yep. Um, on Twitter at Geek Sinks, we're on Facebook, Nerds Geeks in the Kitchen Sink. We've got a page and a group. Right. Uh, you join can email us. Yeah, join them. Uh, you can email us nerdsgeeksinks at gmail.com. We have an Instagram that I remember for the first time. I know, damn. Uh, I'm yeah, impressed. It only took a year. Oh, you know. Uh, but we also have um, a Discord that would be. It's a lot of fun in there. We're still kind of getting some bodies in there, but, right? Uh, slowly, it's starting to happen in there. And so, and we're always in there. So come chat. I was with saying us. it's a lot of a lot of almost instant communication. Yeah, back and forth. So. Yeah, it's a direct line to me, and right. so you can tell me how wrong I am. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at dkreft, D-K-R-E-F-F-T. Uh, you can follow me at cdstein69. That's all I got. I know. That's all I got. I got to go home and lay down. <laughs> Maybe. No, you're no, going I have to, to go. a picker's market. <laughs> you're going to a picker's market. See you in two weeks, everybody. All Thanks right. for listening. Have fun. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.